there's some sort of uh, phrases that um, uh, I guess our generation and my generation perhaps will be the last generation to use. Um, and some of you will have used this phrase, change, just change the record. Yeah, does that, I don't know if you've ever used that sort of, a, or you sound like a broken record. And uh, I guess we'll be the last generation that will use that because it'll be the equivalent of, you know, I don't know, our grandparents saying, oh, change the wax cylinder. Um, you know, there'll be a whole generation who goes, what's a record? Um, vinyl is coming back. That's true, yeah. I think if you live long enough, everything comes back, except for the wax cylinder. Um, but of course, what it meant and what it means is, can we, change, can we change the soundtrack? Can we change the song? Can we change what's being said? Can we change what's being sung? And this morning, I kind of want to think that I, that's my sort of, in a sense, is the theme. Is it possible to have a different soundtrack? Is it possible? to sing a different song? Is it, dif- is it possible for things to sound different? Because you get used to the same kind of soundtrack all the time in our lives. This is a soundtrack that many of us are aware of. Last uh, Sunday evening, around this area, um, the helicopters were out. Um, the uh, armed police units were out and what happens in our area is that if you live around here you can join Facebook groups and as soon as something happens people are on the Facebook group going oh what's going on and it's a great place to get absolutely no information Um, because nobody knows but what we heard around nine o'clock were all of these uh, the cacophony of sound the sirens the helicopters and all the rest and on Facebook groups everybody's writing so what's happening because everybody's just assuming the same soundtrack as we always would expect and the GMP put this uh, statement out uh, a little later outside the house which is just around the corner from here really shortly after 9.20pm on Sunday the April the 7th officers attended a property on Rattenbury Court Salford following a report of a man believed to be handling a firearm a very familiar over familiar soundtrack unfortunately except this soundtrack was different because the next sentence in the GMP's report said this further inquiries revealed that the individual had been placing a bird into a pet carrier case in order to transfer the animal to a vet (laughs) one of the most bizarre things that's happened (laughs) perhaps this year Everybody expects a soundtrack, and then something happens, and it becomes, it's not the same soundtrack. Something farcical has happened. You have to wonder what sort of bird it was. <laughs> There's any number of questions that will be now going through your head, yes, indeed. It's one of those long ones with a trigger on. Um, but, yeah. Let's not dwell on this too much, for I fear now the desire to use it as an illustration is going wrong. (laughs) The other thing that happened this week, that I suspect that hardly any of us understand, is they took a picture 
in the world of Instagram, they took a picture of the black hole or a black hole, which is 55 million trillion light years away. And I, I, I kind of, when I was at school, the, 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 you know, I, I did some stuff really well, but the stuff that I couldn't do with anything to do with science, anything to do with physics, I was just useless at. And um, I spent most of my life with anything that's involving space and time and black holes and stars. And the only thing I can ever end up saying is, oh. <laughs> this black hole where... Um, that people had never been able to see before. That's the remarkable thing. The director of uh, the US National Science Foundation and an astrophysicist said, we've been studying black holes for so long, it's easy to forget that no one has seen one. This will leave an imprint on people's memories. The only bit that I really, I mean, I, I can't, don't understand it at all, but this was the other bit of information that I thought was really worth sharing. At the event horizon, which I think is just before you get into the black hole, but I might be wrong, light is bent in a perfect loop around the black hole, meaning that if you stood there, you'd be able to see the back of your own head. Yeah, no, A. <laughs> I think A is the absolute appropriate response. But what the astrophysicist, <laughs> and, and, and there's, if, you've, if you've moved on from the bird and the, and the, the, the gun, have a think about that one for a while. <laughs> and what the astrophysicist was saying is, we imagined that this was true, but we'd never seen one. But now we've seen it, everything changes. It's like the soundtrack changes, because you've seen something. The soundtrack changes. And here we are on Palm Sunday coming up to Easter, of course. And you can't go very far except you keep coming back to this central part of our faith, which was this God who became man who died on a cross. And there's something about that event that for us says it changed actually the soundtrack of everything. For other people, though, of course... What did they see? Well, the Romans, what did they see? They saw a rebel. And Romans knew how to deal with, mess, uh, with rebels, and it involved a messy execution. For Jews, they saw a man who was cursed by God, for only God would abandon, for God would abandon a man who was cursed. The Greeks, they would have seen an irrelevant local um, sort of occurrence. But I wonder whether for most people on Good Friday, it would have just been, that's the way it is, isn't it? Bad news. Just another reminder that actually things never work out the way you want them to. It always ends like this. It always ends in disappointment. And some days it can feel like that, can't it? It can feel like, yeah, we get our hopes up, but actually every day, or some days at least, things are difficult, disappointing, and complicated. And you come to church, and church, sometimes, you know, the danger of church, and I think what we try to do here is really hard. We, we try and walk a line here um, in our own 
community, church community here between two things. One is to say to one another, actually there is a different soundtrack and not hyping something up. We kind of wanted to walk a line between saying let's stay real, but actually let's not lose hope. But church itself sometimes is not as easy or as neat as we would wish. There are seven churches in uh, the book of Revelation. Some of them looked like they were doing well, but it masked a feeling of emptiness. Some of them were small and struggling. Some of them were under pressure from the culture. Some of them had internal arguments. Some of them were apathetic. Some of them were unsure about what should we do next. And so to you this morning, when you're feeling weak and things aren't right, when you're feeling that your relationships that are around you are fracturing and you're frightened by that, when you're under pressure and you're not sure what to do next, when some days the nostalgia for the past overtakes the reality of the present, can we change the record? Is it possible to sing a different song? If you've got a Bible, will you turn with me to Revelation chapter 5? I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides, and it was sealed with seven seals. I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, who's worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it. And I wept and I wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, don't weep, see, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has triumphed. He's able to open the scroll and it's seven seals. And I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain, standing in the center before the throne and circled by the four living creatures And the elders. And the Lamb had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and he took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he'd taken it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood, you purchased for God members of every tribe and language and people and nation. You've made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God. And they will reign on the earth. And I looked and I heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. And they encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. And in a loud voice, they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. 
And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that's in them saying, to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be praise and glory and power forever and ever. It's a brilliant picture, isn't it? John is a pastor, but he's away from his churches. and He's got these churches that are just like ours with all the strength and weakness of church. And, and John is praying on a Sunday. And on a Sunday morning, what happens to John blows his mind, but actually becomes the basis of Revelation, this book, where John sees something. Visions are not compensation for what's not happening. When you see something in a vision, what's going on in the book of Revelation is, it's almost like you get a glimpse into what's really happening. That's what a vision is. A vision is a glimpse into what's really going on. Because down in your everyday life, in the everyday stuff, it's like just, we're getting by. But actually John goes, do you know what, folks, in Ephesus and Laodicea and Pergamum and Thyatira and Salford, there's more going on than you ever imagine. And there's a new song to be sung if you join in. And it's kind of like what John does. He John gets a pen and he starts to write it down because he wants to deliver to church, to me and you, to say, listen, folks, it all might be feeling like it's very fragile and it might feel like things are not working out and it might feel like you're not sure about the future and it might feel that the past was better and it might feel, it might feel, it might feel, but let me tell you what's actually happening. And you get this vision and it starts with this lion, the Lion of Judah. We sang about it. The Lion of Judah, this rich image of power. And it's of sort of, it goes all the way back to Genesis 49, this idea of the lion that will come. And um, it's a blessing, really. But this idea of the one who's there with you, who is absolutely majestic and triumphant and kingly. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the root of David and he has triumphed. He has triumphed. Over what? Over everything that was trying to tear God's good creation away. Over everything that the enemy was trying to do to disrupt lives. Over everything that was going wrong. The Lion of Judah has triumphed. You know, when Jesus shouts on the cross, it's finished. I've done it. You kind of want to go on the one hand, brilliant, but on another hand, what a weird victory. What a weird victory. And here John continues that idea because the lion has triumphed and he turns and what's he see? He sees a lamb that's been slain. And it's kind of like out of the animal kingdom, there's two things. Like, you've, you know, could you imagine two more opposite animals? The, the lion that if you get in the cage with, only one thing's going to be in that cage eventually. 
and it ain't you. And a lamb. Vulnerable. And a slain lamb. How, how did the triumph happen? It happened because the king went to a messy death in order that the triumph would happen. And then John gets his picture of the lamb that's slain. And what's going on in this picture that John's getting is that there's one on the throne, God's on the throne, and he's holding the scroll. All that's going to be unraveled, all that's going to happen. And the angel cries and goes, there's no one that can do this. There's no one that can make God's plans work. And then the lion comes and says, I can. And they go, you can. You can unroll the future because you were the one that was slain. You can take hold of God's plans. You can make sure that the future is safe. You can do this because you were slain. And the lamb takes the scroll and begins to break open the new story. And there's four living creatures And these four living creatures represent the whole of the creation. And there's 24 elders. And people are not unsure exactly. And of course, when you get into Revelation, sometimes you're seeing things and you're going, not sure exactly what's going on here. But these 24 elders, probably, well, what do they represent? Lots of people suggest could be the sort of like Old Testament and New Testament. I'm not convinced by that, if I'm honest. I think probably it's much closer to this idea that if you were an emperor, that what you would have as an emperor in Rome would be 24 attendants. That was introduced by the emperor. They had 24 attendants and suddenly it makes more sense if you're writing in the Roman Empire to use that sort of imagery of 24 elders who are waiting on God, the attendants of God. And they circle and they sing a new song. And they say, you are worthy to take the scroll. You're worthy to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood, you purchased for God persons, people from every tribe and language and people and nation. You've made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God. And they will reign on earth. And then... The next bit is, I looked and I heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. And they encircled the throne and the living creatures. And in a loud voice, they were saying, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honour and glory and praise. And then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne. Can you see what's going on? You've got this sort of like ever expanding concentric circles of this cacophony of of noise that goes, the lamb slain, he can ensure that the rest of the future unfolds according to God's plan. <laughs> Your response is a bit like mine with black hole. Uh. <laughs> And John wants people in Ephesus and Pergamum and Thyatira in ordinary towns and ordinary villages like Salford to go, wow, 
Wow. Because what he wants us to go is, so that's the truth. Because day by day, it just feels like we're getting by and we're making the best of it. But actually, John wants you to know there's a bigger truth. There's a new song. And the elders sing. And the creatures sing. And the angels sing. And the whole of creation sings. And the question is, will you join in? Will you join in? Or does the soundtrack continue the same? It never, it'll, it'll only end in disappointment. Don't get your hopes up. It never ends well. I'm not sure what the future's going to hold. Who knows how it's going. Or will you join the song? Because there's a different song being sung. What song do you want to sing? The song that said, You're worthy. You were slain. And with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and every nation and every language. You've made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God and they'll reign on earth. What's the two things we're called to do? Firstly, you're called to sing and secondly, you're called to be this kingdom and priest to serve our God and they'll reign on the earth. You've made them to be a kingdom and priests. I was chatting to someone this morning about uh, their own prayers for their own family and just reminding them that they are a priest in their own family. They're bridge builder. You're the one that says, I'm not going to give up on this situation because I'm the one that's here saying, there's a different story, folks, that's possible. I'm a kingdom and a priest. It's possible to have a different story. And so, and so what? So it all matters. You see, in one sense, the danger of all of this is you get a picture of this and you can kind of get it in your head, perhaps. But then it's kind of like, yeah, but what about the rest of life now? And I think there's something I'd like just to say finally about the song for a moment at the end. But in the meantime, what difference does it make tomorrow? And I think if you've heard this song... The song of the cross. The song that actually because of the cross, everything can be different. Because of the cross, everything can change. Because of the cross, the future is held by God and he's unrolling the scroll. He's working out his purpose. Because of that, tomorrow, this is true. It all matters. Someone's written this. It all matters that someone turns out the lamp, picks up the wind-blown wrapper, says hello to the invalid, pays at the unattended cash desk, listens to the repeated tale, folds the abandoned laundry, plays the game fairly, tells a story honestly, acknowledges help, gives credit, says goodnight, resists temptation, wipes the counter, Waits at the amber light. Not sure about that one. Makes the bed. Tips the maid. Remembers the illness. Congratulates the victor. Accepts the consequences. Takes a stand. Steps up. Offers a hand. Goes first. Goes last. Chooses a small portion. Teaches the child. Tends to the dying comforts the grieving, 
removes the splinter, wipes the tear, directs the lost, touches the lonely. It matters because you're a kingdom of priests. And that's what priests do. That's what priests do. And don't be thinking you're too small, too old, too young, too insignificant, too out of the game, too in, not in the right place. No, 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 it all matters. It all matters. Because he's made us into a kingdom of priests. Because the crucified one won the world. It all matters. That stuff you do that no one sees. That stuff that you get up to when nobody would possibly know. That attitude of heart that actually no one would ever know what you're really feeling. But actually you decide I'm going to be for them and not just for myself. It all matters. You see, sometimes in church we can give ourselves the impression that we're going to change the world. And all's going to be well and... And truth is, to quote one last quote, in the daily rhythm for everyone, everywhere, we live our lives in the marketplaces of this world, in homes and neighborhoods, in schools and on farms, in hospitals and businesses, and our vocations are bound up with the ordinary work that ordinary people do. We are not great shots across the bowels of history, rather by simple grace, we are I love this. Hints of hope. You're not great shots across the bowels of history. You're hints of hope because you've seen a different vision and you heard a different song. I love that idea because that involves everybody. So back to this song. You can only be a hint of hope if you've heard the new song. You can only offer all you've got if actually you go, this soundtrack, the soundtrack that goes, we know how it all ends, is broken with a new soundtrack that goes, actually, no, the lion and the lamb slain for the sake of the world and that's who I'm following so I'm not going to give up hope I'm not going to give up on the sense of what might be possible because that lion slash lamb has opened the scroll and there's a new story that's the lion and the lamb On Palm Sunday, when Jesus walked into Jerusalem, I guess everybody had their own opinion about what that meant. But what happened was the poorest people started to sing a new song. And they were, in in Luke's Gospel, um, the Pharisees and the sort of the religious leaders of the day, they come and they say to Jesus, 
<laughs> almost comically, can you stop these people singing this song? <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's a wonderful moment, isn't it? When you kind of get religious leaders going, please make it stop. <laughs> and Jesus says, do you know what? I could stop the kids singing, Hosanna. But if they stop singing it, the stones will sing. Because this song will not be silenced. This song will not be silenced because this is the only true song. I don't know how well I've tried to explain what I've been in my head. And what's been in my head, I've been all over this week. I, I kind of had seven sermons on the go at one point. And so if this is a little confused, that's why. You kind of like just got a mishmash of seven of them. <laughs> but I think one of the things I wanted to I wanted you to hear, because I think I wanted to remind myself, was some days I need to hear a different soundtrack. I'm not sure. I just that was a comma. A comma for effect, which you've now ruined, so you might as well say something, because to be honest, the comma for effect has gone now, so, but please do, please do. Yeah. See, that's even worse, because I was with a comma and effect saying something else, and you're now saying, can we, can we see what someone else has said? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Shirley. I'd like to say I meant it to look like that. <laughs> but that would be a lie. But you're right, aren't you? I'm not sure what that is, but... <laughs> That's a chalice upside down. <laughs> but yeah, there is something about this idea. So let's go, let's go with this. Two things, then. And it does... Thanks, Shirley. It brings it together nicely. For some this morning, it is the offer. Can you sing a new song? Can the soundtrack change? And the second challenge is, can you take the chalice? And can you live as a hint of hope for those around you? ask uh, the musicians to come back if you would thank you and um, we're going to pray and because there are folks away we've got space and so we can use this space well
And as they start to play, I want to offer you the opportunity to be prayed with. If you're kind of like that idea of, I suppose there's two things. I want the soundtrack to change. I want to be able to sing a new song. I want the soundtrack to change. That's the sort of, that was the line that I just kind of kept coming back to. I want to hear a new song. And uh, I want to pray with you for that. But then the other thing, that idea of, I'm going to, I am part of that kingdom of priests. I am part of that new priesthood. I am going to live it out as though everything matters. I want to be a hint of hope in my situation. And some of us will pray with you, and I'll come down and pray as well. But if you want to be prayed for this morning, well, these folks lead us in some songs of worship that enable us to respond, then do you want to go and stand at the back of the church? And we'll meet you there. And we'll pray for you. For sometimes it's helpful to have brothers and sisters who will pray with you. That you'll hear a different soundtrack. God, may we hear something new. And secondly, may we live as hints of hope. Father God, thank you that Jesus, the lion and the lamb, the majestic one, the crucified one, the powerful one and the vulnerable one, who was slain for the sin of the world. Enables a new song to be sung. And Lord, I want to pray that we will join that song. The song of angels and ten thousands of thousands of angels and the whole of creation who goes worthy as the lamb who was slain. For he is worthy to open the scroll He's the one worthy who opens up history, who creates new history, who enables new history. He's the one who means that evil doesn't win and death doesn't get the last word and tragedy is not the final song. And Lord, we would pray for one another for we know that for some of us we do need to hear that from time to time. That there's a different song than the one that might plague us. So Father God, may you help us as we perhaps pray for one another that Lord, you might make it possible for a new song to be sung. And Lord, we offer you our lives as indeed as you took the chalice and you said, not my will but yours, take this cup away but not my will but yours be done. So Father God, may your will be done in our lives and may that spill out to the people around us. Father God, we ask it in your name. If you want to be prayed with, then as I said, just make your way and stand at the back and we'll join you. People will be uh, singing their own response. But maybe today is a day for you song to be sung for you.
for something to change. As these guys lead us in song, if that's relevant, then come and join us at the back.